Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another jolly boy, Michael Hafler from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Dressing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Uh, we do daily <laughs> sleep podcasts where we not only review Friday Night Smackdown, but also Monday Night Raw, the show formerly known as NXT 2. But oh, <laughs> AW Collision pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete the League of Quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamford to preview tonight's episode of SmackDown and all the fallout from the Royal Rumble. Explain what I just had to visualize. This cinema nonsense has gone so far beyond the Oscar season. The original gag, which was to gently parody, at least I thought, (laughs) the uh, remarks that people were referring to the line of cinema that Wilbon has embraced as being 100% factual. Mm -hmm. We've apparently gone on from that, dear listeners, to me looking across somebody (laughs) conducting an orchestra. Yeah. And then saluting. <laughs> Nothing. Be, like, when have you... I know, like, in uh, our friends in America, you see it on adverts, so I'm assuming it must happen sometimes. People clap in the cinema. Yes. I've seen people, like, not quite to the extent of throwing your pints in the air with a football, but popcorn goes in the air with a jump scare. Yeah. Uh, obviously, tears, laughter. A lot of who knows what in that back row. But these things that go on in the cinema. Yeah. I have never <laughs> in my life seen somebody. That, you could watch the greatest thing of all time. You could have gone to see an exclusive screen of Citizen Kane. You could have gone to see like a contemporary classic. Stand up at the end. Not clap. <laughs> not applaud. Not look to others and say, come on, like, was that great? Just simply silently salute. <laughs> Just salute in the mere act of cinema. I just feel incredibly vindicated today. That's By all. what? That piece of shit. Forward <laughs> by what will Wilborn, right? I'm gonna you like a bit of wordplay, don't you? Go on. The bloodline mm-hmm. is merely the good line. He's not in God mode, he's in good mode. Mm. We have never been, I can't use Paul Heyman's uh sporting analogies because to be honest, I never got them in the first place. But to use one that makes sense to us, we're not so much in added time as we're in that kind of added time where the clock's past 100 because a fan ran on the pitch in the first half. Yeah. Or something like VAR's that. VAR's ruined the game. VAR is like added on by 10 minutes because this one's taking a bit of a while. Like, 
It's not injury time. It's not added time. It's definitely not extra time. Extra time is basically everything post WrestleMania 37. We sat there live in the middle of the goddamn night watching that fatal four way. How can you look upon me this Friday morning and say, well, vindicated, right again, bloodline firing on all cylinders? Well, first of all, I'll just say disagree. Um, <laughs> and say- somebody in the YouTube comments set up an account. It's called, like, I think it's Disagree Lover. <laughs> Saw this, got got alerted to this, and uh, like there was there was say like there was one, I think it was on it was in the dynamite one. I was like I, I quite like uh, the bang bang scissor guy. She's like disagree, yes. But there would how I got alerted to it was there was uh, I hit this stage with it on the raw review. And <laughs> got my head taken off. Somebody somebody um, pointed me in the direction of one because there was basically none. I think it might have been on the NXT review of all pods. Makes sense, yeah, obviously. About it. And it was just like disagree, love a disagree count. Zero. Sad, sad face. <laughs> so they've got one. There you Smackdown. go. If it's you on Twitter, let me know. Um, sorry, I, I just I just didn't realise that you've had over uh, uh, 1,200 days as a world champion to pass judgment on this. <laughs> sorry, I didn't realise you were going to have a drink as I was about to make that point. Blew my throat out with doing a stupid intro. Someone, <laughs> we should mention, by the way, we, it's obviously it's a, a bit that you and I very much enjoy. Mm-hmm. Partially based on reality and my love for the tribal chief. That's kind of bits, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously. Come on. Oh, I know but where this is going. Yeah. It was yeah. when you, t- you, tweeted, you tweeted Ibu, a friend of ours, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, who said, you know, about the... It was a good spot. Like, I will I will defend that part of yeah. the match. Yeah. The Superman punch into the RKO mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. And he said, oh, you know, and then they went to the usual bollocks that they've done with interference and what have you. It's something like you say, the phrase was something along the lines of, oh, it was going to stand a chance yeah. before the bloodline drama, whatever. And yeah. and you were like, yeah, it was kind of rubbish for the first 10 minutes or whatever. <laughs> and I just, because it's a bit between the two of us, yeah. said, um, must, must admit that missed the part where uh, you got, uh, t- you know, <laughs> four years of a title reign or whatever. Someone was like, uh, it's a work, so you're an idiot, actually. <laughs> You two, uh, you two kind of not speaking outside of the records anymore, is that what? <laughs> yeah, it's an argument. I believe really Roman Reigns' title reign has uh, broken a friendship in mm. two. I just trying to work out how many other world champions correctly predicted the Super Bowl months ago. <laughs> just wondering. You saw that one, didn't you, as well? <laughs> I f***ing sent it, you will, boy. <laughs> Look what your tribal chief's been up to now. Great, I'll mention that on the podcast. Okay, it's you. <laughs> 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 Call a Roman Reigns defender, but not for me. Fortnite <laughs> versus Chiefs next Sunday. Oh my god! Tell me, I'm having the whole week off afterwards. By the way, tell me it's a root unrelated. But, um, oh yeah, <laughs> taking a week long. I mean, I tell you what, I've been tired this week off that rumble. That was a long ass show, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, too long. Mm. Anything. Considering um, there's only four matches on it. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Um, get our rumble review in full. Yeah, along with a lot of other stuff on Monday's YouTube video. I right. I feel like we started this SmackDown preview on the wrong foot because you told me in the office what was on the docket. I'm still pretty hyped. It's a ridiculously stacked show for a. I know. I know. I use Royal Rumble all out yeah. every year, but it is. That's what this show is about. I'm gonna crowbar in some some bits about you know looking forward to you know uh, what Logan Paul's up to Elimination Chamber and you know what does the future hold Do you for think Naomi? The traitors is finished. Hmm? Do you think any of the traitors is finished? They're like them dumb Brits on a Friday. Yes. Nothing to watch no more. They just thought, well, the traitors are finished. Like, we haven't got Claudia Winkleman as our host, but we've got SmackDown GM, and he'll put on the best show we possibly <laughs> can. I can't remember his name is, but yeah. Um, Stay tuned. I will defend mm-hmm. the, the world title match. It was the right result, oh, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. There's no disagreement here on that. 
And I've said, as I have said since the end of WrestleMania 39, let it play out. Which I did until SummerSlam, which is where you told me how to let it play out till. Well, I, you know, I, I only said that so you'd get to SummerSlam and then I a new long term. Well, you, I knew if I'd have said till WrestleMania 40, you wouldn't have gone along with that. It would have betrayed your journalistic integrity exactly. to reveal the plans, right? Yeah. Um, I've seen a bit of that lately, by the way. This asshole calls himself a journalist. He doesn't know the meaning of the word. Yep, that's, that's 100% the joke. That's it, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's going to be a factor in the in the world title match. I, I'm hoping, as I've said on numerous occasions now, that's the way The Rock gets involved with the match, just to level the playing field. So when mm-hmm. it is finally Cody versus Roman, fingers crossed, we'll get into that in a second, one-on-one, Cody... Finishes the story, wins the big one, gets the world title, etc. Ends the ends the reign of the tribal chief. Um, but I suppose we, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here because Roman Reigns will be on the show tonight. The Bloodline will be on the show tonight, as will Royal Rumble 2024 winner Cody Rhodes. And I, on Monday morning, thought, right, that's all sorted. Can't wait till Friday or whenever they decide to pull the trigger on Cody officially saying... You, even mm-hmm. though he'd already sort of said it on Saturday night by pointing at the box, and that was, oh my God. by the way, because obviously you said it at the time, pointing at the signs, one thing, yeah. pointing directly at your opponents, another. Then Seth Rollins cuts that awesome promo on Raw and throws it somewhat into doubt. I think generally people um, are see still... It, a, they see it for what it is. Yeah. That, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's tonight the night that, you know... Do do here's a question: Do the bloodline and particularly Paul Heyman try and lean him that way? Maybe you should face Seth at WrestleMania because you know what's coming your way if you face Roman, or maybe that's what Dusty would have wanted. Or basically, mm-hmm. will Cody choose Roman Reigns? So my head says no, but my heart says maybe. I yeah, maybe you can absolutely get some drama out of this. And to be honest, they deserve to extract some drama because Seth Rollins did such a fantastic job of telling that yeah. story. If it almost if the power of Cody's decision is basically taken, not just out of Seth's hands, but out of his vision by not even happening with him in the ring for it or him present, like I would at this point, Seth did such a fantastic job on Monday, and I and what I believe might go down on SmackDown tonight will play out in such a way. If it's up to me, I'll have a summit where all of them are featured, and people love that Undertaker one. I was going to say, I always flash back to that. The ring. Um, so who's that? That's obviously Batista, Lashley, Bobby Lashley, and one would assume Cena and John Cena, yeah. Um, and it was super effective, yeah. you know, like all like major champions, all potentially interesting matches against the Undertaker. It was a good, like a good way to do it, and I think they're in a similar position here. But I would quite like. Maybe that's too hard to arrange and too hard to stage. This might be the last even. we see of Roman before Mania. Well, indeed, this is it, man. Like, maybe it's just, maybe I'm, it's wishful thinking on my part, but I almost sort of feel like, you know, if Cody was to just, I'm going to tell you what I think might go down tonight, by the way, but just before I do that, let's just say tonight, uh, Bloodline say something, Cody listens and is like, right, look, yeah, I get it. Do they do it to get the segments together, do you reckon? Because they're two, uh, being advertised separately, obviously. Well, yeah, here's, here's how I think this is going to play out, but, before that, let's just say Bloodline offer a pitch. Cody goes, hey, I've listened. And then his, the big payoff is, but no, it's you, Roman. I've got to finish you. I've got to finish the story. It's always been you. It's always been you, Roman. It's a little bit of like Seth Rollins suddenly becomes the lamb from The Simpsons, isn't he? Out of the way, you. Mm. Like, it kind of like downplay. Like, I think Cody should tell Rollins no 
before or at the same time as he's telling Roman yes. See what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like I it's a bit of an act of disrespect from. towards a champion if he's not even present for like not like he's on national television. It's not like he's speaking behind his back, mm. but he's kind of just pying him off to one side, isn't he? So, and they've made that narrative what feels like a narrative cul-de-sac for themselves, but I think they're going to figure out a way to continue the story and make it as interesting. Tonight, I have a pitch for you. Go on. So I do expect Paul Heyman to interrupt Cody. Just Paul Heyman alone. Mm-hmm. Mr. Heyman, as Cody sort of has no choice. It's in his DNA to sort of respect an, an elder mm-hmm. figure within pro wrestling. Um, and Paul Heyman says, oh, yeah, well. Welcome to the blue brand, Mr. Rhodes. I was a big fan of your father and all that sort of stuff. You know, <laughs> trying to stop them getting in violent. Yeah. You know. And uh, he does one of his sort of typical Paul Heyman speeches and says, and I was watching very intently on Monday night and look, the tribal chief would love nothing more than to have a rematch with you on the grandest stage. Don't be fooled by what appeared to be a look of consternation from Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. He is ex- he welcomes any and all challengers. His yeah, maybe he says his nose a bit pulled out of joint yeah, by, like, by Seth's words. Yeah, his record speaks... He's not the A-champion, I'm the A-champion. Exactly, right. And if you don't face me, you're a chicken. Rubber chicken from WrestleMania 39. Very good. We do need a rubber chicken law to factor in this year. Um, also, I, Jimmy Uso could do it, you know, like school ground. Perfect. <laughs> More on him than by Jimmy the way. Jimmy Uso's coming out with Paul Heyman. Lit. No, but so yeah, so Paul Heyman's doing it. Like, quite a grandiose thing. Quite a, uh, He was watching on intently and listening to what Seth Rollins had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet again, it appears that Seth Rollins is trying to turn on Roman Reigns. Oh. Like, he's trying to reverse psychology yeah. Cody into picking Seth, basically. He doesn't. But he, he wants Cody to dodge Roman, but he doesn't want to say, I love that plan, actually. Please mm. dodge Roman. Cody's going to, like, whatever, take it. Uh, and then Cody's going to leave conflicted. He's really good at playing that role. And Paul Heyman, like a little wry smile, is going to appear on his face that Cody conveniently never sees. And we're all going to be like, we've gotten to him. This is no good. Yeah. This is this is a one thing we didn't want to happen. But then. But then. So the bloodline think they've got it in all in order. Cody is going to be sat backstage looking pensive. That's a door. Come in. It's a SmackDown general manager. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. See if we can get that. Stay tuned. And uh, he sits down with Cody and he says, uh, I saw what happened on Raw. And I'm uh, I'm not just saying this because, of course, if you win this title off Roman Reigns, it means that you get to come over here. Every channel actually shows up. Yeah, you get to come over here. I'm not just saying this for that reason. But uh, I just want you to remember something, Cody. When it comes to finishing your story what exactly is that yeah seth rollins talked about winning dusty's title winning the workhorse title winning the belt that he wore and the smackdown general manager can't remember his name but i think i can remember who he is says cody i was in the ring with you when you won that title oh my god you've already finished that story yes this is a different story you need to finish seth rollins hell of an athlete hell of a talent it'd be a hell of a match you've lit up wrestlemania before but you've got a different story to finish, and you know that as well as anybody. Finish your story with Roman Reigns and then come and start your new one with me here on SmackDown. And obviously that plays into the decision, and who the bloodline have to blame? They'll they'll blame the SmackDown general manager for mixing in and cause it. Paul Heyman fumes at him for this as the weeks roll on. And I've got a catchphrase he can drop that we can franchise. Mm-hmm. He's Like you say, Cody's conflicted. Maybe a bit down in the dumps by all this decision weighing on him. Mm-hmm. He's feeling a bit sorry for himself. And he says, remember your history with Seth. 
remember the history you can make with Roman. Chin up, tit out, because the injured tit, yep. and come to the blue. Perfect. I love that. I love that original phrasing. <laughs> it's weird that you put those words together because none of them are related to the other, but I just like mm. it as an original bit of dialogue. CDW's done that, by the way. Obviously, Jade's thing is a storm's coming. And they oh, put right. Tony Storm in the video game. Right? Storm's coming to the game, actually. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly, I've got a really exciting weekend planned. I'm going to see one of my best mates who I haven't seen since both of us. Well, he had his second kid. Oh, I've had my first kid. Get the kids together. We're getting them all together yeah. this weekend. We're going to see a bit of culture as well. Go on. We're going to see James O'Brien. Okay, uh, right. Political LBC guy uh, in Nottingham. So I'm just buzzing. But... I am going to be the Frosty's kid on Saturday morning. I don't care what time we're meant to leave. I'll be watching SmackDown. Well, I mean, I might stay up. I probably won't. I was going to say, you're going to just have to watch it live in order yeah, to fit it. I'm old and tired. Um, I've, and now I've got children. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, I just... That combined with the other thing we're about to talk about as well, is just mouth as a prospect. Well, Do you think Jimmy Uso, by the way, gets punished for not winning the Rumble? By Roman I tonight. think there's trouble ahead for poor Jimmy Eso. Solo did his job. Well, I'm glad we're still on the bloodline because I've got some culture. I, I will, if you want to, we can stay on it all day and I'll just cancel all the other podcasts because I could talk about this topic for days. Bloodline preview podcast. It is literally my favourite thing in wrestling ever. I feel like I'm going to hear that phrase a lot over the next several years. I hope I do. Um, Love it. You're not the only one embracing some culture this weekend. No. Hold on. That's right. Uh he, Say again who it is you're going to see? James O'Brien. Like, very popular, like, satirical and political commentator. Yeah. Um, kind of a lightning rod for conversation. Mm-hmm. You might have seen him on X, and he's a kind of dynamic live performer, right? He's got some, like, interesting views. Very much a similar situation for me, because uh-huh. I'll be uh, taking the kids to see Kung Fu Panda 3. Oh! Oh, my God. Um, kind of a similar kind of political commentary, I would argue. Is this Kung Fu Panda finishing the story? I guess it must be, because I don't think there was a Kung Fu Panda 4. I haven't even seen two, but ultimately oh. ultimately, this is in one of them kind of like movies for juniors situations where you get it cheaper if you go like... Previously on Kung Fu Panda. But there is an option to see. I hadn't really realised this before, but um, I think it must be because it's WrestleMania season. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my local cinemas is going to be doing um, Bloodline retrospectives on the big screen. It what? W- it would appear, yeah. I think that's what they mean by Peppa Pig Cinema Party. Is that right? Uh, I can't... <laughs> which you sort of have, like... Who would... Peppa would obviously be Roman Reigns in the Peppa, Peppa Pig Bloodline crossover. I f***ing hate Peppa Pig. So... Very much a Daddy Pig guy. Daddy Pig... I mean, in this case, if Peppa is... Uh, right now, right. So Peppa Pig would be Roman, but Daddy Pig's anything but a wise man, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So that's a problem. So jo- is George Jimmy Uso? Yeah, because George always like gets into scrapes yeah. and cries a bit and gets in bother. I would. She's s- always a bit harsh on him, to be honest. Yes. Who would be? Who's like? Ah, but Daddy Pig might. Have <laughs> to- has Peppa Pig got an enforcer? <laughs> I was trying to think who would be a good solo Sokoa. Um Bad. Gr- Brian's got his work sorted for this weekend. Oh, yeah, all of a sudden I can... I was going to say I could see my face atop a pig's body, but then that's what I get every time I look in the mirror. Uh, We've got um, Susie Sheep, uh, Rebecca Rabbit, Danny Dog. Rebecca Rabbit's the wise man. Because she does every job in the show, and that's a bit like Paul Heyman moving from client to client to client to client. Like, Peppa Pig's like... 
Yeah, I'm a Rebecca Rabbit guy, but I wasn't the first one. Are there zebra twins in Peppa Pig? Name them. Zuzu Zebra and Zaza Zebra, according oh, to I Wikipedia. Guess so, yeah, it must be. Who's the, what's the character um, that Brian Blessed voices? Oh! The sea, the sky, the sea, the sky. <laughs> the, uh, that song earnestly makes me laugh. It is... Uh, Grampy Rabbit. Grampy Rabbit, that's it. His song about the sea and the sky, uh, or nature in general, basically sums up my total knowledge of how the world works. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, he's got, like, a blues number that he does every now and then that people sing along to. A blues shanty, I would say. Mm-hmm. And he, he just goes, I woke up this morning. Da, 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 da. The sea was still there. Da, 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 da. I woke up this morning. The sky was still there. The sea, the sky, the sea, the sky. And it's like, yeah, that's basically my understanding of the sea and the sky. <laughs> if the kids ask me any deeper questions, I can't really help them, but they're just there. The sea's there, the sky's there. Oh, I'm dreading that, by the way. Daddy, where does electricity come from? Plug it in, I don't know. Press the button and it happens. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, son, you've uh, entered a generation in which we have not been required to know things. There is a kangaroo, and we know how Jack they can get. Well, <laughs> kangaroo would be so lusty. What's the kangaroo called in it again? Uh, well, there's a, the kangaroo family. I don't know which one's... Oh. Kylie kangaroo, Joey kangaroo, very nice. Kylie. Oh, my God. I think, I think I might have seen that. It's from one of the Peppa Pig films where they go around the world and they travel to Australia, and I think... Kylie and Joey. More chance of that of Kylie Kangaroo appearing at Elimination Chamber than Roman Reigns. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, so there. Uh, I will take uh, Kylie or Joey Kangaroo as Solo Sokoa because kangaroos can goo. Yes. That's a very, very good point. So we've got Pepper as Roman. Uh, Rebecca Rabbit oh, as... I feel stupid. It was suggested that Pepper's going to be Roman and we didn't realise that there was a family of goats. Obviously Roman would be in that as he is the goat. Wait a second. I hadn't put this together until now. In fact, I'm going to bring this up on a podcast. I've kept really quiet about this. <laughs> um, it's been a hot topic of conversation, and I welcome replies either to this podcast or, indeed, a tweet I put on X the other week. We've been talking about what animals we could beat in a fight. and yes. not, not, not in a general sense, more in a competitive one. Like, how big... Could you get up the... How high up the animal... Yes. Uh, I was going to say food ladder. It shows what I think of them, doesn't it? I'd eat a dog. Um, <laughs> how high up the animal kingdom could you go in a, like before you would get beaten by an animal? Mm. And I was... I very much think a turkey would still scare me, but if I was fighting for my life or fighting yeah. for my family, I would do it. If a turkey's threatening my family, right? You think you could take down a goat? Yes. Now... Does that mean you think you could beat Roman Reigns? No, You've I got said, Roman Reigns in a triangle, and you're saying tap or snap. I said a goat, not the goat. Oh, right, okay. And also, it's only a farmyard goat. I'm not, I've seen the ones like in the wild. I'm not messing with them. So the bloodline... Are, have, I, have I revealed my strategy on this on a podcast? You've definitely not said it on a podcast. I've heard it. And I've I love physically it demonstrated in the office. We talked about it on the stream, I think, the Royal yeah. Rumble stream. Basically, obviously, goat is going to just... It's, it's, it's sort of got a very tired, old... Old-fashioned sort of uh, strike. Uh, it's striking pattern. games a little passe. Yeah, yeah. I just think I think I think games moves past, moves past him. <laughs> He's going to go with the head. <laughs> He's going to go with the head. Obviously, yeah, right. Obviously, yeah. I'm either going to. I mean, I've, I've left a few options for myself. Either <laughs> just absorb it. Yep. I'm rock hard. <laughs> yeah, I just let me the abs. Or step to the side. Yeah. Uh, take it back now, y'all. Or. <laughs> You leapfrog him? <laughs> Drop down. So just because I'm 6'3", mm-hmm. 
right? Drop down, just just let just open my legs because it will go between them. Yep. And then just drop with all my weight on it. Mm-hmm. And I said he's led with the head. He's while he's, hang on. So while he's running, you think you can m- measure the pace of that run, that charge? Yeah. Spot on that you can leapfrog him. Like, both your legs are above him, and then you drop at the exact right time. Yeah. Oh, you've figured that out. Yeah. All right, sorry. Just wanted uh, to clarify. And then his neck's exposed. Yep. Guillotine choke. Of course. I know you're thinking, well, what happens then? Mm-hmm. Body triangle with the legs, Natural. and at that point, it's just tap or snap. You're screaming in his ear, I've got your kids. <laughs> got your I've kids. got your kids. And like the observers around the octagon that we've erected for this pay-per-view are like, that's good wordplay yeah. from Wilborn. He's going to have to tap. Yeah. And then they go. I still can't get over the person who said they'd take on a chimp. It's one of the maddest things I've. That's madder than Blue Whale. When I, to be honest, Blue Whale was pretty tactical, that's wasn't funny. it? Funny. Like in our little octagon setting, it's a pretty good shout. Yeah. Because what's the Blue Whale <laughs> going to do? Just crammed into the octagon. But yeah, don't fight a chimp. Don't fight any animal. Don't I should fight. say. Yeah, we, that's kind of our official stance on this: is don't fight animals. We're just really curious to the ones hypothetically free from society's judgment. Uh-huh. Which ones would you think you could chin? Chin a chim. <laughs> Rip your <laughs> face off, pal. <laughs> and they literally will, isn't that the, like one of the biggest yes. moves? That's one of the finishes, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's Rip your sensitive parts or your face. That's what you're going to go for because they know that's the weakest part of a human. I didn't. I don't even think I knew that. I didn't know the science behind mm-hmm. it. I just thought they were just savages. I just yeah. thought they were like. Um, but back to the goat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It feels like I'm Cody... just picturing you in the post fight where like the. Fighters are next to each other, like kind of like they're like sort of touching gloves with the goat and getting your arm raised. <laughs> Goat's like, yeah, yeah, you're putting a good performance there. I can't, can't really pound, argue with it. Pound for pound over it. <laughs> That's it yeah, um, it's a rank, big rankings win. Yeah, I think he's just in the wrong weight division, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it feels like on the road to WrestleMania, we might be getting slightly ahead of ourselves here. Uh-huh. The Elimination Chamber, you're going to have Cody. Well, Cody is working that show, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman's obviously not. And uh, they've lost quite a few people who you would have assumed would have worked it. Mm-hmm. Gunther can't do it either for Visa or whatever it is issues. No punk, no Seth. Um, so, yeah, it feels like an interim match with Solo to right that wrong mm-hmm. could be on the cards. Makes sense. I don't love it, but it makes sense. He beat Solo uh, just before WrestleMania last year. Almost as if he should have gone over at WrestleMania. But uh, that was... That was done, and he, mm-hmm. he's done that. But I guess you could reheat it. I guess you could argue that he has to do it again. Could they, could they, in the spirit of how, um, I'm saying this and I just don't think they can, but I guess it's not going to go on last so they could get away with it. Could they do, um, right, Jimmy, you've got one chance to make it up to me after the embarrassment of the Royal Rumble. It wasn't just that you didn't eliminate your brother the man went an hour. Like they'll, they'll like Jay Uso ultimately. The hour was for naught. Yes. Win, but they'll say like Jay went an hour. Like you realize what an embarrassment that is. Like and every time that you went for somebody, yes. they yeah, stuck yeah. you down. They, like you, you're a laughing stock at this point. And the last time this happened, Solo was very much that was on me actually. Mm. There's no defense for Jimmy's performance in the Rumble. Could Roman say, "I'm giving you one last chance. You're going to do this." And yeah, he's aid of the world. And could they do? You might want to get your finger over the button. Not for me, not maybe not even for you, but just for a certain generation of fan here. Solo and Jimmy versus Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton. Oh my god! About to ask if you thought I thought if you thought he was going to be factored into all this because either Randy gets pinned and hypothetically you need a WrestleMania match and uh, maybe tune into our YouTube channel for myself and Wilborn 
finding WrestleMania jobs for the WWE roster. Oh, yeah, I'll hold that out as a podcast on Saturday as well. I'll not spoil exactly all of the picks there, but that tag match would again be presented as, it's going to happen again, like Cody's all of a sudden having these, like, Vietnam War flashbacks of, like, WrestleMania 39 and something gets in his head and he loses on the night and Randy's like, it's all right, we'll get get him, we'll Mm -hmm. get him, but we're just going to have to wait till the grander stage. Um, Or Cody wins, and again, it's Jimmy Uso that suffers, and Roman's like... That was it, mate. Your last life. I, g- I gave you a chance, and he's ready to have. They do the trial of Jimmy Uso. Uh, Solo's got the thumb there, and Jimmy's like, "Wait, wait, wait! I'll, be- I'll beat Jay. I'll beat Jay at WrestleMania, or something." You know, yeah, like I love a, de- that. a desperation grab for the Tribal Chiefs. You know, sort of one last chance kind of thing. That tag match on a pay per view that already AJ is- and LA Knight can spin off into their own direction. Yeah, yeah. it's like Elimination Chamber is going to have at least one, probably two chambers. I am kind of fighting at this point for Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax to get the main event. Yeah. Um, Cody on the undercard in a bloodline-adjacent match that has, how would WWE phrase this? Like, WrestleMania ramifications, Mm. even though, you know, it is what it is. That's not a bad use of Cody, and you're not giving much away there, are you? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Right, never mind any of that. Here comes Bailey. <laughs> what I'm here to really talk about. Yeah. Ecstatic that she won the Women's Royal Rumble. Yep. Uh, she was all ready to pick Rhea Ripley on Monday, and Nia Jax got involved. I love that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but was she actually going to pick her? Because apparently tonight she picks her WrestleMania opponent, and everyone expects, one way or another, it's going to be EO Sky. Super effective, this, because basically what WWE managed to do on Raw, think about the times on wrestling shows, but especially WWE ones, where basically two segments are the same, and that's like unforgivable, right? Like, whether it be a match where they both work a leg, whether it's a promo where they're kind of saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Should never happen across a two or three hour broadcast. Should be more creative than that. They basically sent out two Royal Rumble winners to say they were going to do one thing, then do the opposite of that thing. And they both felt completely different. Yes. And were probably the two best segments on Raw outside of like a very sad, very real CM Punk one. Mm. Bailey, in this case, rather than it being Cody, being convinced to take the other one, Bailey ostensibly was being frightened off going for Nia or Rhea. It's mm. like these monsters are here on Monday Night Raw. You don't want any of this. I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't necessarily have Bailey um, make the choice here 
definitively. No. But I would lead everybody to think that she's going to. I would maybe have Bailey say away from Nia Jax and Rhea Ripley. We were in the ring on uh, Monday, and I'm still excited to win that title. But obviously, Nia wants first dibs. I'll let them fight at Elimination Chamber, and then I'll. Uh, it's good. I'll make my mind up after Elimination Chamber when I know it's just because I want to know. I suppose you can then you can also have an EO title defense in the interim. Yeah, Bailey Bailey saying. I just want to know who I'm fighting at. Like, it's... Of course I'm going to go for WWE title, but, uh, the world title, but I just want to see who I'm fighting first. I'll beat Nia Jax, if anything. Yeah. So I can beat Nia Jax again. Rhea Ripley, I'm not scared of Rhea Ripley. I'll beat Rhea Ripley. I just... And Damage Katarl are looking increasingly suspicious about Bailey's motivation and whatever. But I think that's going to be the move here, even though... And then Damage Katarl get increasingly annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. Eos Sky especially. So I'll just, just say it. So you're going to go for the world title. I just want to see how Elimination Chamber goes. Fine, but like, you know, you're going to go, why don't you just announce it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I will, I will, I will. will. Uh, anyway, so I've got to take this call. Oh, yeah. Hiya. Yeah. Hayley Williams from Paramount. Yeah, I'd love you. Oh. I'd love you for, to play one of your songs at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm a massive fan. Yeah, I'm going to take in on the Sky. I mean, I'm going to be working for a title. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. Does I, Bailey get a bit annoyed tonight that, why didn't you tell me that you were sending Asuka and Kairi into there? Yeah. A continuing breakdown in communication and between talk the Japanese in front of her again. Yep, make her feel excluded. Uh, there was a lovely detail from Bailey, wasn't it? That she wasn't even on the Rumble poster and she won the Royal Rumble. Mm. I wonder if that was dropped in there to make a point of saying, I'm no longer going to take being excluded. Like, this is me on my kind of like proving a point WrestleMania tour. It's very different to um, like living a dream, winning a belt for the first time. There's a lot more heft to all of this. She's had this run, which has been. Like, great in spite of itself. Uh, the video the package at WrestleMania is going to make it look incredible. Oh, God, yeah. But, like, there's been some wasted years. Yes. Like, if you look at... I'm a huge Bailey fan, and we've backed her on these podcasts in spite of a lot of bad booking, but... Bad booking. <laughs> but, really, things that were good on the main roster amount to what she did in the pandemic, the latest run with Damage Kataral, like, very recent run with Damage Kataral. Um, and they stick on a pole match, probably up there. Education and ju- ma- just matches, just the odd good matches. Yeah, the stories have never been up to snuff. The Sasha stuff before 2020 was picked up and dropped and picked up and dropped. The disgraceful situation with the women's tag titles when they mm. were told to go, hang on, when they were told to go out and promise so much <laughs> and then weren't permitted to deliver it because of the booking, which I know you supported. Got but, worked, so <laughs> they got pinned one, two, three, Hamlet. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> shoot, <laughs> the tag match was shoot. <laughs> um, I, as you say, the video package. The idea, um, oh, 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 say some more about Bailey because I've got to, I've got to put this person over. We do this enough where we bury, yes, bury the lead about like great tweets, but somebody pitched something to me on X, and I want to give them credit for it. No, I, I just really, I'm excited for the Bailey buddies to return. I think obviously that's the direction you have to go in, um, and yeah, it's 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 that awkward thing now. Like I say, of I know Seth and Roman aren't working uh, the chamber, mm-hmm. and you sense there'll be a chamber match to determine probably Rhea Ripley's opponent and Seth's opponent, one, yeah. one would assume. But it's that awkward bit now of like, you've won the Rumble, call your shot for WrestleMania. If that person's still champion, that is. <laughs> well, it will be. They're all, all the place, all the pieces are in place right now. No titles need to switch hands between now and WrestleMania. Other than maybe Intercontinental. But uh, well, that's not going to happen because, well, we, we fantasy booked it. Oh, yeah, bo- yeah, I'll put yeah, it out as a podcast tomorrow, I promise. Video and podcast coming soon. Yeah, I want to shout out head of household at come underscore four underscore papa saying it's the smallest thing, but I really hope that when those bad boys, the Bailey buddies, inflate for the first time, they have duct tape on them. 
it would tickle the hell out of me. Oh my god. That's such a great touch, isn't it? Yeah. Like as pitched like a coming out on the stage with the axe and then throwing it down with the side pony and everything. It's like this kind of like we're rewinding, I'm gonna do this the right way, mm. that kind of thing. But yeah, the idea of them reinflating and them like one of them's got like a bit of a half frown on because it was sad when it got axed. <laughs> Aye. In terms of interim stuff for EO, mm. uh, we should point out Naomi is SmackDown bound. It would seem. Do you? It's one of those ones where I want to see her back automatically straight into the title picture because it reinforces just what a star she is. But she can't win. So what do you do with Naomi between now? You can obviously book her into a great match at WrestleMania. You're spoiled for choice for people who aren't in the big title matches. Check the video on podcast out. We got one. But, uh, yeah, how do you feel about what they're going to do with her? Obviously, keep her as far away as possible from the Bloodline stuff. Yes and no. SmackDown GM, can't remember his name, stay tuned, said on Raw that it kind of like to wind up Adam Pearce a little bit, yeah. but said, oh, well, um, anyway, I've got to have a chat. It's uh, Bron Breaker. Oh, my God. The whole point is that they're doing a little bit of one-upsmanships when it comes to the av- yes. available yeah, yeah, talent. Yeah. And, again, like I think they're doing a cracking job with these authority figures at the moment. I'm enjoying this little bit of... Uh, like niggle between the two sides. Mm. Naomi, we know about her status mostly because of the real life stuff. It was reported earlier this week that she was expected to be on SmackDown. WWE tend to keep the couples together now, so it would stand to reason that she would be on SmackDown with Jimmy Uso. I agree about her not being with the bloodline, but I think at some point between now and WrestleMania, they should put her and Jimmy on screen. Mm Mm-hmm. And just have her, as a baby face, because she's a massive baby face, have her say something along the lines of, like, what what has become of you? Yes, yeah. Like, this isn't my husband. This isn't the person I wake up with in the morning. When you get to work or when you're around him, why does it have to change? Like, why do you have to be this clown, this just this figure of fun for him? Because I know who the real Jimmy is. So, you know, something like that. Just relatively sort of... I was going to say subtle, that wouldn't be subtle at all. Like, but relatively nondescript, really, just a backstage moment between a husband and a wife and forcing, like, Jimmy Uso to sort of either listen to his tribal chief's instructions or listen to his wife speaking out of love for what's gone wrong in his life. I think they could tell quite a nice little story there. Mm. And I actually think it could factor into um, uh, a WrestleMania match, which brings together the SmackDown general manager, can't remember his name, SmackDown catchphrase, stay tuned. (laughs) Uh having a reason to kind of build a bond with her. Yeah. I'm re- I, I don't know if you can tell. I talk about this every week. I'm really quite into what I feel are the building blocks of SmackDown GM versus The Bloodline. Mm. I think it's something that they've really nicely attacked as a story over the last few months. It's Nick Aldis. Oh, I've done it. Um, <laughs> had the job of coming into SmackDown and being an authority figure with purpose because ultimately Adam Pearce had his taken away from him. It was Triple H that would come out and uh, unveil new belts. Yeah. It was Roman Reigns that would wrestle pretty much as and when he wanted, mm-hmm. you know? Um, increasingly, Postman Pierce's authority was just non-existent. Whereas with SmackDown, you've got this stable that just kind of do what they want in the bloodline, just running roughshod, a champion that doesn't defend his title enough. In kayfabe, whoever bosses that brand should want to, like, clean this mess up. Yeah. He should be a little bit angry with Adam Pierce. Like, how have you... Let this show go to yeah. ruin. I'm here to kind of fix this mess. So I love this story that they're telling. And I think there's a lot of ways you can sort of like tinker with it ahead of WrestleMania because if and when Roman Reigns does lose, and let's say he disappears, is that not the first person that Paul Heyman can target? Yes. It's like 
there's a reason why my life has fallen into shambles and disarray. You, SmackDown GM. He's not blaming Roman Reigns. Mm, He's not blaming himself. He's not looking inwards. He's gone to the one guy that's basically stopped them doing what they've been doing. So I really quite like that. And I think there's a way to factor Naomi into that if you want to. In terms of having her do something, because I'd put her on the the chamber card, and if she's not in the chamber itself, Mm. I was just glancing at the the SmackDown roster there, and I'm like, right, well, you're not going to do damage control stuff because you can kind of circle back to that. Yeah. Unless she Uh, helps... um, Bailey on the sly find her glow, perhaps. Yeah. Or, or Bailey sees something in Naomi that she misses about herself, perhaps. I don't know. BFAB potentially could be doing stuff with Mega Glove and the Last Street Kids. Yes. Bianca Belair, I'd probably have her in the chamber. Yes. And you can set up something for, yeah. for her from Mania, possibly involving Jake Cargill uh-huh. off the back of that. Uh, Kathy Kelly does interviews. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I mean. Uh, Charlotte Fly's injured. And then I saw a name, and I thought, you know what? Uh, I really like them, mm-hmm. but they've literally just lost a title match. Mm-hmm. We've got now going on. Yep. One of, and they're both great wrestlers, one of Isla Dawn and Alba Fire immediately saying, we'll fight you. Like, mm. it, it doesn't matter if they lose, because they're in the same spot as they were. We would corrupt your glue. And they say, oh, well, actually, we're better as a tag team, so you can potentially do something with them at WrestleMania doing that. And I think you're going to have to bear with me here. And I'm supposed to have, like, the memory for WWE and stuff. Catching myself out. I think there was a time, really scan about your mind for this one, there was a time when, like, Triple H, like, randomly paired two women together. I believe so, yeah. I think that's happened once or twice. I can't summon the example. <laughs> but who have we got now? Like, Meechin, Shotzi, Zelina Vega. All baby faces. All baby faces. Tamina all... is on the roster, but yeah. we haven't seen her for ages. I know he obviously got the... Team Bad? Yeah. That's another option. Yeah, like... Straight away, like, it's an easy, as you say, it's an easy win. Sometimes you're just looking for a, how do you get her back? Not just back, but back and winning. Yeah. All that sort of thing. Interestingly, interesting, unless I've got my dates wrong, and I might do, I apologise for my TNA ignorance potentially here. I think she is a, yet to work her last TNA match officially on you're screen. You're right, yes. That's going to wear next Thursday on Impact, I think. I believe so, yeah. Um, she's working a tag match alongside Jordan Grace, I think. Um and that's and that's her, like being billed as her farewell. They played uh, a video on this week's Impact where they were like Jordan Grace's crazy night in the Rumble and all that sort of stuff. Cena's uh, got one date left to use at Trinity, and I wonder if that will play into how much WWE user at the moment. Maybe, maybe, maybe the SmackDown GM will say she's got a um, uh, what is it like? There's some business she needs to wrap up, but I'm very confident I'm going to land a signature, and that's something they can use to maybe pause it for a week or something. From bad. Team bad to good news. Oof. New commentary team tonight. Oh, yeah. Corey Graves play by play, we assume, and Wade Barrett on color. I'm glad Wade's still working SmackDown because I think it would have been preposterous. Well, still working commentary on the main yeah, roster. Because yeah. with all the shuffling around, and here's Pat McAfee now and Cole. I was slightly concerned, and I thought he's been doing a great job. And I think Corey Graves can do this. I think, arguably, it might be a better fit for him, because he's sort of always ground my gears a little bit on colour, whereas him doing play-by-play, with his knowledge, obviously, as as a former worker, and then Wade Barrett, I think they could be a really good duo. I'm cautiously optimistic, too, actually. It's pressure, isn't it, for Corey Graves? Um, Very comfy, presumably, in his... Spot now that he's had since twenty sixteen, something like that. Yeah, like as a as a color commentator, antagonist figure at the desk. 
Like, he's had that. He's done it. He's kind of become... If Michael Cole... Obviously, you know, we're talking like a 20-odd year run for Michael Cole, but um, Christ, nearly 30. It's going to be 30 years of Michael Cole from, like, late 96. Yeah. It's wild. But, like, um, Corey Graves, for a generation of WWE fans, has been a voice of WWE. He's just been a consistent uh, voice at the desk. I'm keen to hear how this goes. I don't know if it's going to be fantastic right out the gate. I think they'll have to do a bit of feeling out. But I don't imagine... You know him better than me, best mate. Wade Barrett doesn't strike me as somebody that is going to make it difficult for a Corey Graves. I think he'll know... And I think he can arguably... Co- and it's, I don't want to muddy the waters too much, but I think he could... If Corey, for whatever reason, has mm. complete blank, it's not like Wade Barrett's going to sit there and go, well, that's your realm, that, mate. Do you know what I was thinking about with Corey Graves as a play-by-play? I, I think they could both wear those hats, I suppose. I can't remember in WWE... Uh, and I'm probably there's probably something I'm forgetting obviously here I can't remember in WWE since Gorilla Monsoon not just that he passed away but since he basically took a step back from being the lead play by play WWE had a wrestler in that spot yeah so Gorilla starts to take a step back and Vince McMahon steps in when Vince McMahon becomes the Mr. McMahon character, it becomes basically Jim Ross's job, mm-hmm. right? When you have the brand split in 2002, it's Jim Ross and Michael Cole as the play-by-plays. Then there was the swap with the two of them. Then when Jim Ross kind of left the SmackDown arena, you had um, oh, uh, Todd Grisham yeah. coming from ECW as a play-by-play. They had Joey Styles in there as a Raw commentator for a little bit. They've had Jimmy Smith in more recent times. They had Michael Cole just, like, forever, basically. Um, unless I'm forgetting one. Uh, Mike Adam Lee Adnan Verk. Mike Adam Lee Adnan Verk. Like, I can't think of a wrestler that's done the straight play-by-play. Oh, play. what's the one who does uh, Impact? Uh, uh, Tom Spiracy. Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, all commentators of differing abilities and strengths and stuff, but never required to be the one stringing... I don't know why they got rid of Tom Phillips, to be honest. I thought he was great. I I'm still not convinced that Kevin Patrick is doing an awful job. No! I don't really know what... Like, I, I think there was... Anyway, rooms... Anyway, Moro as well. Yeah, like, of course, yeah. I, there's probably others, but the point I'm trying to make yeah. is that, yeah, like, there's... It's a... Gorilla used to say that, like, oh, I'm glad I retired. Or, like, it was nonsense from Gorilla Monsoon, but talking about, like, the body parts that were... Like, external ox protuberance. This is nose. But, like, <laughs> like what they're picking on an abdominal stretch because they weren't holding the leg, all that sort of yeah. stuff. Like, Graves only needs to tweak how much of an asshole he is <laughs> yeah. and instead talk about the whys in the house. I've always thought, like, Taz could do play-by-play for the same reason. I agree. Because he would speak on, uh, like, the limb damage and how, what a wrestler needs to do to recover from a particular hole. analysis thing they had for it in AW yeah. briefly. It was really good. So, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of optimistic. And I really like Wade Barrett as a commentator. Really like him. One of my favourite colour guys to come along in a while. I think he's he's got a good voice for it. He's got... Um, a good enthusiasm. I liked the... This is something... I mean, I really like the dynamic you had with um, Michael Cole, specifically, uh, as a kind of... Like, they were knockabout, but there was obvious respect. Yes. Like, I would assume the same exists with Corey Graves. I and agree. that feels like that's how Wade Barrett fits best. He didn't have it as... I would argue he's been better on the main roster than he was on NXT. Mm. Um, I don't think I named Vic Joseph amongst those commentators, and how dare I? How dare I forget about our Vic... Moment. Very much is as God is my witness. That man is broken in half, that isn't it? <laughs> he's got that, and he's got. Oh! <laughs> Speaking of NXT, actually, mm-hmm. just to cover this off, you mentioned Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Tiffany Stratton appears to be main roster bound. Yep. Omos obviously appeared at the Rumble. Uh, Bronze obviously been linked with a move to SmackDown. Do you think anything happens on the road to Elimination Chamber with those people, or are they just going to wait? I think Tiff. They said Tiff's going to be in there in a month, in less than a month. Yeah, it's Tiffany Stratton. Or do you go, we've got enough on our plate right now, we'll bring Tiff in over the immediate aftermath of the Chamber and just do a build to Mania? I think, yeah, I... Same with Jade? I don't know. Jade Cargill's a really interesting one. I don't know if you have Jade Cargill basically work the Elimination Chamber as a next match and do another rumble. And she didn't have to ded- commit herself to a brand either, and that could further yeah, the... that's it. She Like, the rumble wasn't a commitment that she's raw. Smackdown, she could... Basically, she could get herself into the match by bo- having both GMs want her. Yes. So it's like, uh, I'll put you in the match as a Raw representative. Well, I'll put you in as a SmackDown one. I'm definitely in there, right? Altogether, yes. <laughs> and in she goes, and then like the, the tease is, is like, well, if she wins, what belt is she going to challenge for? But also, it's got that Rumble adjacent format, hasn't it, where like, she can come out last, she yeah. can look mega dominant, even if she doesn't win. It's because of something like a Becky Lynch just having that fight in her. Maybe Jade for the chamber. Maybe Jade, um, Tiffany Stratton, I would just, maybe you bring her up now, but I don't know what there is for a right right mm-hmm. now. Like, I share your optimism about WrestleMania season, but I can't see the, the match just no. yet, so we'll get to that maybe after chamber. Um, who else did you mention? Braun, that feels like that's, he's become the subject of this, like, rather public I need to rush war. He's working on Sundays. I need to I, rush that. Shawn Michaels was speaking. He's as in the wolf dogs, if you're unaware, on NXT with Baron Corbin. It's awesome. A couple of hilarious assholes. <laughs> Shawn Michaels was speaking as if he wanted to keep Braun for a reason, wasn't he? Mm. Like he was saying in there the other day when he was asked for comment on him, like uh, they're gonna have to start, they're gonna have to fight to get him off man. You think he wants him at least until stand and deliver? Yeah, and then he's prepared to say he's got like a story in mind that he wants Braun to see. And he through. got a nice thing in there of like, well, Braun was on the Raw after WrestleMania a few years ago, of and course. Now, yeah, um, any any new champion or just it can be the old. That's weird that this lower mid card has had a a, a brief squash match on, mm-hmm. on Raw. That's because he can celebrate and turn around into the greatest spear in wrestling. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe not to get like too excited about them going deep into big stories right now, but I think they should all be in the conversation for WrestleMania season. Mm. Like, how do you find a spot? How do you find a place? I think that's, like, that's... It's one of the exciting things about entering a rumble, isn't it? Mm. Is that you sort of you're there and you're you're in the people's eyeline at the right time. Uh, one final thing to talk about um, at the rumble: um, an all-around good guy, man of the people, Ugh. fan favorite, got screwed by Kevin Owens. Yeah, very good. Yeah, using the brass knucks, yeah. uh, but thankfully the referee eagle-eyed spotted it. Logan Paul's going to be on the show as well tonight. United States champion. One will go around with KO, or I don't know what's next for him because it feels like I know what's happening in April, or mm-hmm. I think I know what's happening in April. It's Logan Paul versus LA Knight. LA Knight could be kept busy with AJ Styles for the mm-hmm. time being. Who can say either match won or I was going to hit him with a phenomenal forearm and then because he got shoved into the ropes, didn't he? Did did uh, yes. Knight? Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you do with Mister Prime himself? I don't want to discuss what uh, you and now subsequently me might have basically put on our, uh, what's it called, manifestation charts mm-hmm. at home for um, Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. People By the way, though, here's a tease. Oh, my God. Indeed. People can enjoy that. People can enjoy the video version of that and the audio when Wilbon puts the pod up. But I can't work out. So 
Uh, Grace Moller and Austin Theory are obviously still involved with Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. They were integral to Logan Paul retaining the title. Do you book a six-man okay. elimination chamber with Logan Paul and his new asshole friends, or is that endangering an easy Grayson Waller babyface match? Yeah. I, like, you had highlighted that maybe there's a bit of dissension between mm-hmm. A-Town Down Under for the express purpose of just splitting them up for the chamber and having them work as singles, and then maybe when they're back in America, they're like, they shake on it, and it's like, we're fine. Yeah. Like, Oh, if there's one person I hate, and then he's cutting him off. No, if there's one person I hate, and then they both at the same time go, Kevin Feeding Owens. John Cena. Uh, yeah. And then you've got a WrestleMania match with Kevin Owens. And funny. Yeah. Logan Paul. What is going on up here? It's always Logan Paul. So what you got for him? Logan Paul tonight says, still United States champion. Yep. Imagine cheating to try and win the United States Championship. What a bell end. I think there's a cheater character in Peppa Pig, by the way, so that Ooh. could be Kevin Owens. And he says, but, you know what? It's, Kevin Owens has had his chance. Back of the line for you. Mm-hmm. Um, just to reiterate, oh, that's not really fair. But, just to show that I've not got no hard feelings, tonight I'm going to debut a new flavour of Prime. Ugh. Kevin Owens' flavour. It's great, as all flavours of Prime are. Give it to your kids. They bloody love it. Stop this. New flavour of Prime. And yep. I'm not going to go down the obvious route of just the really low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, look at him. I don't want all my wrestlers to look the same, thank you. So, yeah. Yep. But he goes, here it is, KO Prime. And he opens it. Maybe you can have the egg-turned Dan Ander mm-hmm. lads in there. And they both go, Oh, what's wrong with this? It's so bitter. Oh, very good. Very droll. Mr. Wilborn, very droll indeed. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that he's like formed a, um, an agreement with the Coca-Cola company for his new flavor, Sprite Owen Sprite. <laughs> you could have, or you could just give it to William Regal and then he reveals his piss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I this is a bottle of piss. <laughs> I've always thought you were a tall drink of water, and like my son, he's apparently a tall bottle of piss. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I I will say, just to put over that finish, I'm, I reiterate this. I said on our big preview mm. we did, or our nightmares that could happen, I was like, one of the nightmares is that Kevin Owens loses via DQ. I didn't mean like that. That was genius, what they did on Saturday. Does he get a rematch? I meant he was going to punch Logan Paul, and they were going to say, oh, your cast's not allowed, so ring the bell. That... The referee, one, two. We, you and I both went, well, cool. I guess Logan Paul's not working mania then. Yeah. And then he spots it as the hand's coming. I thought that was really, really clever. Do you think they book something like no DQ, something or other for Elimination Chamber, and they just do the rematch? I think Kevin Owens says, as long as you're United States champion, I can't fight for the title yeah, again. all if, or nothing type thing. Yeah. And then he gets screwed again. Yeah, because there's no, like issue there mm-hmm. or he just says I'll never fight the United States Championship again and you just have to book him well <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. I, I just think you can't I like the idea of Logan Paul saying back of the line and Kevin Owens saying well wait just hold on there a second because how exactly have I fallen at the back off this I'm not going to give up that easily mm. yeah like you think just ask Roman Reigns how much of a recurring problem I can be that kind of thing um, yeah I'm okay with this carrying on I really enjoyed the match and the booking so I think it was like as a universal experience, that US title thing was my favourite thing on the show, probably. So, um, I'm, I'm, I don't think this necessarily has to be over. Mm. 
Really excited to see what happens on SmackDown tonight, though. Mm. Um, let us know your thoughts on X at What Culture WWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture wherever you get your podcast from. We'll, of course, be back on Monday to review SmackDown, which is going to feature whatever's next for Logan Paul, Naomi potentially back on SmackDown, uh, all the rest of the fallout from the Royal Rumble, including Bailey picking her WrestleMania opponent and Will Cody Rhodes. Choose Roman Reigns, Michael Hamflet. The SmackDown preview. It's got all this, Peppa Pig, and so much more. <laughs> well, thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.